This episode is sponsored by Blockbases, your platform to navigate Web3 safely. Remember the feeling you have when you connect your wallet to a new dApp or smart contract, not exactly sure if this is safe or not? Well, Blockbases will answer that question for you before making any detrimental mistakes, risking all your assets in your wallet. With Blockbases, you can easily review dApps and smart contracts that have either been audited or hacked. All dApps and smart contracts have been graded with a security score. And if you find yourself wondering, hmm, maybe there were some shady dApps I connected my wallet to in the past. Well, Blockbases makes it easy for you to scan your wallet and revoke access to any dApps or smart contracts that pose a risk to the funds in your wallet. To try Blockbases today, go on Blockbases.com. That is Blockbases.com. Thank you so much for coming on. And... Uh... People who've been listening to uh, to Cosmos Club and Coin Club in the past, they know that we are huge fans of Kujira and anyone building on Kujira. But before we talk about Nami and building on Kujira, etc., let's talk about you first. Uh, who is Julian, and uh, how did you end up building and working on on Nami Protocol? Yeah, um, well, basically, it's kind of a mixed story. Uh, I can say I have two parts in my life. One is the thing that makes fun, I think, like most of us, which is for me coding, solving problems, um, diving into, yeah, these complicated parts. And one that is yeah, needed to leave, I mean, it makes fun, but this is uh, sales of complex uh, technical products for me. So I'm mostly out in the field and I consult customers to solve problems so that they don't need to know a lot of stuff. And this combination, I think, brought me to build. I mean, I'm, I'm in crypto since 2017. I bought some Yota there, then got wrecked. Haha, got to learn a bit. Uh, I don't know, read from Julian Hosp and whatever. But the real start was 2021, I would say. Um, with, yeah, 2022 kind of big investments for my size uh, in Luna, right? Um, most of it and the whole ecosystem. And, yeah, uh, and Rune. So I think like 75% of my portfolio was wiped out in seconds. Um, well, not seconds, but yeah, you know, it was wiped out. And, yeah, then I got to know Kujira a bit more. I know I knew Ocar before. But uh, I don't know, the time was very strange. Before I was listening to CeFi spaces every day, so much was happening. There was so vibrant uh, ecosystem, Terra. And then from one day to another, everyone was like down. Nothing was happening and Kujira was sticking out, uh, still keeping the, the fire burning, I would say. Um, yeah, and so I got to know a lot of stuff. I jumped in. Um, until the point that I started to write some, some Twitter content beginning of this year. And yeah, then I have this, I think I call it talent to, to simplify things. And when I was talking with friends and explaining them about crypto, about Kujira more and more, I got to the point that I said, hey, why we cannot build something easy, simple and easy. Um, and then, yeah. Here we are together with another thing that I was thinking like, ah, I, when Kujira is going up to the point that I'm rich, <laughs> how can I live of it? And then I was remembering <laughs> Anchor 
and was like, yeah, this was kind of nice stuff with the 20% and calculable income. So I was like, okay, let's combine this stuff, make something easy to understand and offer some kind of, I put it in brackets, stable yield. Nice. And I think that's a great segue to uh, talk about NAMI and the quote-unquote simplified product or simplified perhaps savings product, I think is what you are aiming for, at least uh, to begin with. So yeah, talk to us about NAMI protocol and what you are what you're building over there. Yeah, so at the end, NAMI is uh, should be in, in the in the midterm your place for saving up for everyone. I mean, for crypto users, but also especially targeted for non-crypto users. It it means basically I want other people to be able to focus on what is important for them, which is mostly not crypto because you need to have probably <laughs> some damage in your brain to deal with all of this. Um, so yeah, that they can focus on their important parts of life, but still be able to participate and um, gain from this yeah, highly interesting and, and, and profitable technology. Um, this is more or less what is it. So deposit, save, gain yield, withdraw. Not more, not less in the quite, quite simplified manner. Nice. But let's uh, let's take a bit deeper, perhaps, because uh, I can only imagine all the different DGEN tools that you could use uh, across the Ethereum ecosystem. There's there's a lot right now, right? There's obviously BAO, Ghost protocol, lending and borrowing. So many things going on. So perhaps you can speak to us what happened. So okay, I deposit this key or whatever. Um, from stablecoin, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, and then what happens? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, w some stablecoin is the first thing where we where we need to speak about. And this is how do we get the money to the blockchain, right? In normal cases, we need to deal with wallets. We need to deal with um, seed phrases. We need to understand all of the security. And then, especially with Kojira, understand how to bring my money to Kojira. So I don't know like you do, but I normally onboard some money to some sex, buy some atom, IBC it over, I send it over, and then IBC it to Kojira uh, from here because it's the cheapest way. But all of this needs to be more easy. So we are in this topic of account abstraction, easy onboarding. Um, so to combine many things that are already there. So we start with Sona as a wallet. Uh, that is my goal. Somehow, don't name me, I don't know how yet, but somehow use Sona in the background to create an account like with normal Web2 credentials and then integrate, for example, Cardo or some, some Neo Bank here uh, to, to do some bank transfer onboarding um, to get the money directly onto Kujira without these steps in between. Well, that makes sense. And uh, using, uh, especially using existing setups or existing uh, platforms, because what a lot of people, uh, you know, the, the, the sort of general overarching mission of simplifying DeFi has been tried by many people, right? But I think most people fail by trying to build everything themselves. Um, and really, there's no need, especially when building on Kajira, because they are kicking ass at building uh, stellar DeFi products. 
But yeah, as you say, bringing on uh, people who are not into crypto, people who are not <laughs> perhaps aware of the way of bringing liquidity to something like Kojira. Uh, as you say, there's a lot of loops that you need to to uh, sort of jump through you know, to onboard your dollars or euros or whatever into a centralized exchange and then buy Adam and then move it to, I don't know, osmosis or something like that. And then, you know, you convert it into, I don't know, whatever you want, right? So that's a lot of hoops to to to, uh, to, to uh, jump through. Uh, so simplifying that process would be a big step. And it almost brings me to the to the heydays of uh, Celsius and BlockFi and all these quote-unquote C-DeFi solutions, which, you know, they had elements of a centralized uh, C-Fi solution and also elements of a DeFi, decentralized solution. You are purely DeFi, from what I gather, but still trying to bridge uh, or make it easy for people to, to, to get into crypto. Is that correctly understood? Uh, it is correct, right. So at the end, these um, centralized and or CDFI solutions, they solved already many problems that we still have, right? Because they had this centralized uh, black box component that were uh, that was enabling this so at the end we are trying or me for now uh, are trying to solve this uh, simply with what already exists in let's say in, 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 in base terms so we will combine mostly what exists like you say so the, the one set challenge is the account abstraction the onboarding we talked about the next challenge is to create a sustainable yield, which is hopefully also kind of fixed, not fixed for unlimited time, but I'm still thinking about the concept how to flatten the moving underlying to make it a bit more understandable for people outside. They are not used to jumping rates um, every day. So this is the other part. There's not really uh, a way to substitute from the background and uh, manipulate saying you have money, you don't, right? So we have this challenge to make a sustainable yield. And the last framework, uh, the last challenge is the legal framework. These com companies were really big and I think they had um, yeah, nice networks of lawyers and so on. Um, so yeah, there is this topic of finding talented people or knowledgeable people that will ex um, help with all the legal parts of a savings and records retirement protocol that might come across also in the very different uh, jurisdictions. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces, but um, okay, so let's let's assume that the onboarding uh, is solved. Um, I think a lot of people obviously are deep into the Kajira ecosystem. What happens then? Like, what do I deposit? Do I deposit stablecoins? Do I deposit Adam? Do I deposit Kuchi? And what do I get? Like, yeah, can you talk right. about like the the journey the there? I will. I will tell you the the little story. So at the end, you go. You will go to the website from Nami. You will open it up, you have your account created and you put some money to the chain. What will arrive will always be USDC, uh, now hopefully in the native form, not the bridged form. 
Um, so you will get a stable coin. And from there, we go and either, and this is now, of course, some moving parts, but there will be ghost to use. And now, since I've seen the new stable pool yields from Kotans, I'm also thinking about bow. So what we will do, we will always stay in stable coins to, to make people not, uh, that they need, don't need to understand moving prices and what is this, what I invest in. We will stay in the dollar and we will use yield strategies like lending or providing liquidity, perhaps single-sided at some point with probably different risk profiles um, to generate yield. And in the best case, I, as the protocol NAMI, do not touch the funds. I'm now a smart contract developer, so I hope it works like this. But what I think of is that the funds will never go into a contract from me more that I am kind of an intermediary that will initiate a transfer between a wallet and the Kojira protocol. Um, yeah, and then you gain your yield. And in best case, you want to withdraw. So you press withdraw. There will be no lockups. And uh, yeah, you have your money back in your account. And if you want, you can withdraw it to your bank account you used for the onboarding itself. Beautiful. And perhaps uh, talk to us a bit about the security aspects or risks, perhaps, because uh, I know a lot of people out there, they got burned uh, with something like Celsius, as I mentioned earlier, BlockFi maybe also, and of course, uh, Anchor, Terra Luna. Um, so I think a lot of people listening to this or re-listening to this, they will ask themselves, all right, this is something I've seen before, <laughs> I've tried before. How is this different, basically? So it will be quite different because there will be no promise of something that is fixed, there will probably always be some kind of yield range that will be flattened, hopefully, uh, so that it not moves of two, three percent every day, but it will always use the real yield generated by Kojira or, or in the Kojira ecosystem, either over trading fees when we provide liquidity or over the interest paid for from borrowing funds, right? Um, so there will never be, and this I can say and will stay true, never be artificially inflated promises. Let's put it like this. It's just what Kojira offers will be given to the user minus obviously a little um, performance fee that the protocol will collect. Right. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, and I think... Uh... Just the ethos of uh, of Kujira uh, building grown-up DeFi, um, you know, there's a it carries some weight uh, when building on Kujira then uh, to make sure that we don't repeat the same mistakes that we did uh, back in the Terra Luna days and Celsius days or whatever it's whatever you used back then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how is it? Talk to us about how is it been so far building on Kujira, uh, your developer yourself. Um, interesting background, by the way, both having the full stack developer background and also uh, sales, uh, bringing in like engineering sales, I think uh, it's called. Um, but talk to us a bit about how, how it's been so far building on Kujira. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. I mean, I, I think I started 
this little series on my private account on Twitter to encourage people to build because it's really fun. I mean, the ecosystem we have, the people that are in, everyone is helpful. No one is judging you and you don't need a finished plan to get a feedback, to talk to anyone. Um, so you can really just approach people who you never spoke to that probably are much more knowledgeable or whatever. And it's like speaking to your best colleague at work who is happy to help you all the time. And yeah, that's why I say, please, everyone who has an idea, share it, talk about it, get some feedback and start building. Because I, I think, of course, I didn't build on other chains, but this is kind of unique to Kojira and will be a unique success factor in the future for Kojira as a whole. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And uh, that's also the vibe that I... Uh, maybe actually the, the, the major reason why I started loving Kojira. I wasn't so uh, affected, luckily, uh, thank God, uh, with the Terra Luna collapse. Um, so I'm not one of those that sort of saw Kojira. I know Dove loves or uh, hates me saying this, but I, I, I you know, I, I saw Kojira as sort of the phoenix uh, rising from the ashes of, of Uh But I never really got that actually because I, I, I never was so much part of the, the Terra Luna ecosystem back then. Uh, but I just love the vibe that I'm seeing in Kujira. Um, it was just very helpful. Um, the, the, the sort of clean pitch, if you will, um, also really speaks to someone like me. You know, zero inflation, real yield. You, know, you stake your Kuji and you get part of the protocol's revenue and all that. That was just so crisp and, and, and clean uh, sort of a message, uh, which I think... Uh, Actually, when I first heard about Kujira, I didn't understand why others didn't do the same. It, it just seemed like so obvious when you, when when I first at least uh, encountered Kujira. Well, that actually brings me to a, a question from the community. I'll start to blend them in uh, soon uh, or early in, in spaces like this to make sure we get around most of them. But how uh, do you see uh, Nami contributing to the Kujira protocol? Is it is there some protocol fees going back to the Kujira protocol, or could you could you take it or how how does that um, work? Very interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean about the fees and the back channeling and whatever. I cannot really say anything because I've made the business model itself for me, but I have not thought about any tokenization yet. I'm still to, my first goal is to build some kind of at least visual MVP so we can get more feedback on the viability. But without this, uh, what will Nami? do is simply bring liquidity. So my goal is that we can bring as much new liquidity as possible to Kujira. And you know, Kujira, it has the flywheel effect. So when liquidity enters, <laughs> it normally is used in, in very efficient ways. And hopefully, goal very, very far away, we can bring so much liquidity that also bigger whales, more market participants that might be not able to enter now with the desired amount can enter then, right? Which pushes the Kuji price at the end. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot of uh, ways to contribute to the protocol and especially to people who stake uh, Kuji. Uh, but yeah, maybe it's a bit early days. Uh, let's see how this plays out. But the 
number one priority is to bring more activity, more liquidity to uh, to Kujira. Is there like a you mentioned like the business and marketing? Do you, do you intend to? Because uh, I remember uh, companies like Nexo and Celsius. You also said that they're they're huge, right? Or they were huge before some of them crashed. But they also did a lot of marketing. I remember back then, um, you know, with a the savings product uh, with a sometimes super high uh, annual return uh, savings rate. Uh, is that part of your your, your plan here uh, with Nami to really go out and and try to uh, acquire almost via marketing uh, activities uh, users to bring on to Kujira? Uh, I mean, obviously, there is a, a certain user acquisition cost to, to everything we build on the web, right? And the thing, at some point, this might be a vi- viable strategy. My first intention is to obviously get feedback from the community and to target specifically the target groups that I have um, carved out, which, for example, can be young adults, students, whatever. So my idea was, okay, perhaps in the beginning, I I try to save, so be very efficient and do most of the marketing myself by visiting universities, staying there with some kind of, I don't know, stand uh, for a day, talking to all the people that come by that are interested to acquire a broader user base to gather more and more feedback. And only when the protocol is proven, I will put it like this, don't name me on it what this means, then we can think of using some of the funds we acquire through the protocol usage to go out and do marketing and try to acquire customer in the classical way. But this should also be sustainable and not artificially with some VC, which then gives, I don't know, $2 million for some throw out marketing. Nice. Yeah, so you're doing it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not just raising a bottle of cash from a VC who then controls typically uh, every decision making going forward. You're doing it organically and uh, yeah, growing steadily, surely, uh, in a responsible way. Yeah, I think that the one thing about Kojira and building on Kojira is that everyone is approachable, even Hans, and very close to the product. Uh, that they are building. And I really want to copy this success formula. So don't lose the touch, but go out as much as possible, do all the sales part, the marketing part, as much as possible in the beginning myself to really optimize the product for the need of the the, the user. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a way to go. Um, you know, when when the next... Uh, cycle kicks in. I'm sure Kujira is going to get a heck of a lot of attention, anyways. Um, you, you see it already <laughs> in a weekend like uh, like we just had. Um, so it really becomes more an, uh, sort of a challenge or a problem to solve for something like Nami to say, okay, you know what? We're just trying to improve on the experience interacting with Kujira. Arguably, even making Kujira uh, stand in the sort of on the sidelines and in the background, where you don't even realize as a as a normie that you are using something like Kujira. Uh, it just it just works, right? If you use uh, if you use now. Yeah, and I think also we can then see the result of the efforts. So obviously, if the the I, I will say Kujira as a 
business as a whole sees that NAMI can effectively bring with very little effort uh, much more users that we grow organically, for example, uh, just because of Twitter or whatever, then might be uh, from the community point of view interesting to to broaden or to invest in NAMI in terms of marketing. But this is all can only be based uh, on numbers that I need to collect first. Yeah, where I was getting at is also the word of mouth is incredibly powerful in the, in something like this. Obviously, word of mouth will start uh, within DeFi circles, crypto circles and all that. But history will tell us that whenever a new bull market kicks in, then all our hairdressers and taxi drivers and whatnot, they will start talking about crypto again. So I think we should not underestimate the power of word of mouth, uh, especially in Europe, um, where I think arguably if you, if you make the NAMI product clean and easy enough to use, uh, word of mouth could really just be the marketing strategy. <laughs> just make a nice product. And then uh, well, I know it's a cliche to say that then people will come, but with something like Kajira, building on Kajira, I think that's that could actually be true, especially next cycle. But yeah, 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 no, you're 100% true. I, I've done already some interviews with at least yeah, around 20 non-crypto users. And 18 of them, or 17 of them, they said that they save or invest basically because someone smart in their social circle is telling them about an opportunity, right? I mean, it's something different. Twitter is somehow the same. You follow some smart people and you get some new ideas. So we need to find the, the perfect target group to place the seat which I still think can be young adults, students, young professionals. And then, like you said, if it works, it is easy. You can trust it, then it will just roll out. Speaking of the next cycle and uh, the sort of time ahead of us, how does the roadmap, how does the roadmap look like for, for NAMI? What can the people look forward to and uh, perhaps... Is there a, uh, a launch date you're sort of aiming towards? Or yeah, talk to us about the roadmap, basically. Yeah, all right. So at the like for now, I'm really focusing on the theoretical definition of the MVP. So what I'm doing is really functionally discussing what technology of on the technology side needs to be done. How can the, like create some wireframes for the user experience, the UI, um, and then. I will put all of this into some mockups and first of all, get a landing page out, something that is targeted to the non-crypto user. And this landing page obviously needs to go out and there will be a feedback form and whatever to get even more real feedback from people that I've never seen, all of you, your family, whatever. And during this time collection of the feedback, we will then, uh, I, I will, I mean, search of a Rust smart contract dev. I have some talks already, but still didn't really find someone because I'm like the full stack web two guy. I'm, I might be able to learn it, but obviously it will prolong the time the, the protocol takes. So I will say again, I think an MVP to use with something very basic, uh, I, I aim for end of Q1 in 2024. So give me like Five months. If it's uh, more early, then fine. But I think it's kind of realistic with the holidays and so on. And I need to work beside. 
uh, next year is also a good timing in terms of the Bitcoin having. I think it's estimated to be in March, March or something like that, uh, which is when we typically start seeing the next cycle begin, if history is any uh, guidance to us here. So yeah, it could be perfect timing uh, if you obviously stick to stick to that launch date and, and roadmap. But then uh, let's go beyond just the next couple of uh, months. Um, we tend to get very caught up in crypto, right? About, uh, you know, what are we going to deliver next month or next quarter or whatever? Uh, let's talk about what NAMI can become uh, 5, 10, maybe even 15 years from now. Like, what is the end game, perhaps, you can say about NAMI? Is it to become, for example, a uh, almost like a retirement account where you just... Your pension fund or whatever you call it, uh, where you just deposit over the many, many, many years of uh, typically working. And then uh, at some point you check out from the labor market and you just live off the savings with uh, with a NAMI account. Or is it something else that I'm just spitballing here? But what's the what's the end game basically for, for NAMI? So I have for me, save and, and also retire are quite close because retire, let's say, as a function, I want to use myself either way to, to put a big amount of money in and then live off a calculable cash flow. Um, and also, obviously, then it's a UI thing to say, okay, you need to save this much money and so on at this time, right? Um, but in five to 10 years, I really hope that NAMI can, will be the, the central place for creating a financial buffer on the one hand and then like you say living of it um, in a super easy and very safe way so all the risks that we will see solved or not solved that they can be uh, covered that someone can like now more or less if you have for example in Europe this 100k bank insurance put his money and know that at some point he, it will be there he can take it out. He will have made a decent amount of money and uh, be happy with it. So not really much more for now from the vision. And I think that was uh, almost like the dream with the uh, anchor, at least uh, in the beginning, where it was very uh, easy to calculate how much you needed in order for you to live off your savings. Uh, perhaps the interest rate was a bit... <laughs> Arguably, it was uh, a bit uh, aggressive, too aggressive. Um, the design of the uh, the USD stablecoin and the relationship with Luna as a token was also flawed, uh, it seemed, uh, at least looking at history, how it collapsed. Um, so, yeah, that was, but I remember that was sort of the original, what a lot of people were talking about, at least like, okay, with this, you know, I can just set up and get, and then at some point I have enough saved up me to to live on on this and if nami can do that in a more grown-up stable way that's that's a huge thing right for helping millions if not billions of people out there true and i mean anchor is very much the uh, you know the inspiration for all of it because beside the artificially pushed yield it was so successful because it was easy because it was reliable fast yeah, and, and it worked from the idea, simply, like you said, uh, saving and living of it at some point. And that brings me to a question that uh, I've been sort of, the more we talk, uh, the more I think about this, because obviously, Kujira, we 
we all love Kojira, I'm sure, on the on this space, and uh, definitely the right place to to start. But uh, is Nami gonna stay on Kojira protocol for eternity, or do you have at least some ideas about extending to uh, to other chains or other protocols? For example, Luna, right? It it, it still exists um, now. There's Luna Classic and and Luna, but um, but do you have any sort of plans at some point, or is it is it even on the table to to extend beyond uh, beyond Kojira? It could also be Cosmos Hub, right? Let's say. Cosmos Hub becomes the place for people to start at least their their journey in Cosmos. Uh, there's all these different consumer chains uh, renting security from from Cosmos Hub. Uh, is that a place also where we could see uh, Nami in the in the future? Uh, honestly, I haven't really thought about going further for now, but I will not say it will never happen because opportunities always, yeah, grow. But it would have. Uh, it needs to be uh, an ecosystem that, from the from the vision and from the behavior, is very similar to Gojira, because I don't really uh, each integration going forward also um, opens attack vectors and so on. And I want to be sure that I'm working with people that follow the same mindset as we all have this grown up. DeFi mindset in Kujira. So this is, I think, the only criteria I will say for now, and the rest <laughs> we will see in the future. Yeah, time will tell. And I'm just asking the question because you know I want to pick your brain on this. And uh, of course, there's a lot of unknowns at this point. This is this is early days. Um, but yeah, time time will tell. Um, so we have a. Uh, a funny question, I think, here uh, from uh, from the uh, from the community, which uh, which I liked, and I didn't think about it myself until recently. It was also very recent that it got launched. But have you have you uh, played around with Pond? It came out Kujira Pond, you know, this dev tool where you can spin up. Uh, I think it was UIs easily that integrated with uh, Kujira. You mentioned earlier that you've been looking for a Rust developer, uh, and they're not easy to find. I think. Not just for you, but for any new uh, team or any protocol uh, building in in Cosmos, um, but perhaps uh, Code Hans and and the other good members of Kujira, they've been helping you with the with this Kujira pond. Is that something you've been tinkering with? Uh, you're right. Yeah, I have I have it on my list because I saw it, but uh, I haven't really uh, played around with it yet. So I will do this for sure this week because I also see. As far as I read the GitHub page, uh, the potential behind it, and let's see what what it offers. Yeah, because the reason why I ask also, I want to bring that question from the community up here, is because a lot of people when they criticize Kujira, I mean, we we talk a lot about the good things of Kujira, but the the one thing that people criticize typically is that it's closed source. Um, you know, it's not completely open source like many other protocols, et cetera, et cetera. Is that a concern of yours, or do you see a path where Kujira is becoming more open source and then squashing that criticism? Honestly, I I see the 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 point of why open source is important, but for me, the the team has proven over and over and over again and had enough chances to rug if they would have wanted, and they never did. So at this point, I personally see it as an advantage because otherwise. Kujira's success probably will not be as big. 
um, and I have my money invested. So yeah, I mean, obviously I want Kujira to, to grow. Um, but I see, and also I think they said it many times, they, at some point when we are big enough, they will open source. And I have the same, same thing with NAMI. I think there's not a lot of things that are, um, yeah, diff- or let's say that need to be c- built behind closed doors because most of it is UI code anyway. Um, that is the like the important stuff. Um, so yeah, we will see. Beautiful. All right. So um, how can we help as a community? I mean, we love people building uh, on Kujira, on Cosmos, and in Web three uh, by extension. So how can we help you make an army a big success? Um, I mean, obviously, people in Kujira are very helpful. How do you want to close this thing off? Basically, how can we uh, how can we make sure that you guys that you succeed? That's awesome. Uh, there's only one request. At some point, like I said, I will put out a landing page, and I want to get as much feedback on the idea and the visuals and so on as possible. So whoever wants to help, uh, just share the link with all your friends, families, uh, family members that don't really know crypto and uh, ask them to give their input because this will be very valuable for the development of NAMI and the target. And you mentioned earlier that uh, you will use Sona Wallet um, to start out with at least. Um, So anyone who wants to tinker around and play around, they will need to uh, use the Sona Wallet. Is that correctly understood or...? Uh, this part, we I have to check because my dream is really that obviously you can connect with a wallet, wallet which will start with Sona, yes, but I really want to make it seamless so that you don't really have to understand Sona as a wallet. Uh, it will be handled in the background uh, for you. So this part we will wiggle. I, I will wiggle out a bit more. Uh, you will see about it. Makes sense. I mean, we will make sure uh, to uh, tweet out any uh, any announcements, any updates that you guys are having, that's for sure. For the time being, of course, anyone listening or re-listening to this should go and, uh, and follow uh, NAMI Protocol, which is that's the name also on Twitter, for example, uh, to make sure you guys stay updated. I can see you have a medium also where you post out uh, various different updates, uh, so make sure to check that out. Um, Obviously, we, as always, we will reach out to uh, the uh, people asking the community questions today and DM them for the giveaway that we are hosting today. Um, so, yeah, no need to DM us. <laughs> we, uh, we will DM you. Uh, a lot of people typically DM us afterwards, but uh, we already took notes of who asked questions that we brought up during the space. But, yeah, Julian, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm sure this is not the last time that we will speak to you. Is there anything else you want to leave the community with today before we close the thing off? Yeah, I want to say thank you for all the very interesting questions that were raised also before and now. Um, it's always super helpful to get a, a new idea, a new perspective that you can think of or think on. So, uh, yeah, really nice that you were having me. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll hear us again for sure. Something I just want to leave uh, here on the record uh, that I think is worth anyone to to know is that you post these uh, weekly updates. I know I'm just looking at the one that you did uh, last time, and they're very useful actually, like a super nice detailed overview of, of what's happening. Um, so uh, good job on the weekly uh, recaps. 
uh, despite them having, having a product, I think uh, just that is uh, worthwhile following uh, NAMI protocol more. So yeah, everyone out there who hasn't done it already, go in on Twitter, for example, and, and follow NAMI protocol. You won't, you won't regret it. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Julian, thank you so much for coming on and looking forward to see all your progress, man. Yes, thank you for having me. See you. Take care, guys. Ciao. Okay, bye-bye. This episode is sponsored by Blockbases, your platform to navigate Web3 safely. Remember the feeling you have when you connect your wallet to a new dApp or smart contract, not exactly sure if this is safe or not? Well, Blockbases will answer that question for you before making any detrimental mistakes, risking all your assets in your wallet. With Blockbases, you can easily review dApps and smart contracts that have either been audited or hacked. All dApps and smart contracts have been graded with a security score. And if you find yourself wondering, hmm, maybe there were some shady dApps I connected my wallet to in the past? Well, Blockbases makes it easy for you to scan your wallet and revoke access to any dApps or smart contracts that pose a risk to the funds in your wallet. To try Blockbases today, go on blockbases.com. That is blockbases.com.